2: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style
3: patrick bulger here from the pack filler podcast coming to you believe it or not live if you can hear it in the background you know what the hell i am doing I am on my stationary bike, about to put myself through what I would personally like to consider the dumbest, most insane thing anybody could ever do to themselves. This episode of the podcast, we are proud to announce an affiliation with The Sufferfest, thesufferfest.com. Go to thesufferfest.com, download some of the most evil training videos you could ever find on the entire surface of the planet david mcquillen this guy lives in singapore he sits in his studio and i'm pretty sure he thinks about ways to make us all want to actually kill ourselves on a stationary bicycle on your trainer or any way shape and form you can pedal your bicycle indoors these are brutal you guys i swear so far yours truly has downloaded the downward spiral revolver and two other ones which i have not tried yet if you would like to see just how far you can push yourself into the pain threshold, get to the SufferFest.com and download these videos. But you gotta go through the link, folks. You gotta help us out. We at Pack Filler, click on that SufferFest link with the guy bleeding blood from his eyeballs. Yep, that's the cartoon version you see right there. Click on that, get over to the SufferFest, buy some videos, bury yourself.
1: Music by Kevin McLeod.
3: Hey man, let's go on a bike ride. Come on.
4: Look at, look at my new wheels. They're
1: sweet. There are really just two types of people. Those who say, I can't. And those who say, I can These people have been summoned here by themselves for their 1,700 different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra, I can, and their destination,
0: a place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards, even their own.
3: All right, sometimes you're at the front, sometimes you're at the back, and the rest of the time you're just Pack Filler. Welcome to the Pack Filler Podcast. My name is Patrick Bolger. And I'm Mark Hodson. And we are back yet for another thrashing. And uh, as we get closer and closer to the race season, that thrashing is going to get even more violent and,
4: well, hopefully more enjoyable. Um,
3: welcome. To, first of all, I guess I should get contact information, as as always, out of the way. Uh, Twitter, Pack Filler, is our name. Well, pack is our name on Twitter uh, email you can let us know anything you want to well except for some things I don't want any pictures
1: oh I want pictures do you oh yeah I'll take anything you got a fat grandma naked I'm oh, all over it god I okay, am, you, I am.
3: You, you know you're going to get uh, uh, Brett Favre You know, probably send you a text now but.
1: oh that brings back memories
3: <laughs> good old days <laughs> um, email info at packfiller.com we have a Facebook page who doesn't have a Facebook page some people should not have Facebook pages. It's officially, I think, the time where Facebook's no longer cool because everybody has one now.
1: What exactly is cool, though? Because I mean, if you look at what could be cooler than Facebook starting a revolution, like uh, Egypt was basically okay. done yeah. through e- through Facebook, my understanding, a nonviolent and, revolution through Facebook.
3: Okay, that's yeah, fairly okay. substantial. That is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, Zuckerberg's sitting back and just cashing in. Oh, I know, I know, and and I and you know, I even saw. What was it the Social Network, the movie? Yeah, liked it. I did too. I really liked it. I did too. I didn't think I'd like it, so you know. Yeah, I I walked away from it thinking,
3: well, it's actually not a waste of time.
1: I bought it off iTunes just blindly, not knowing what I was buying, and I bought it, and I I could watch it again. I don't know if I would, but yeah, I could watch it again. But yeah, Leisha and I uh, rented that the other night, um, and she's like, you know, I think I think you'll like it. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I will like it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. And I you know I would have. Um, we, we we also oh we almost got to watch Faster last night with, with The Rock, you know, the, the oh. violent one. And, and we were watching it, and then Cade comes up, um, my fiancé's son. He's seven, and we're like, okay, yeah. and he's like, I'd like to watch a movie with you guys. And it's like, yeah. come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, so we watched... Um what did we watch? It was not very good Spider-Man three
0: oh, yeah. no that
1: movie goes on forever that movie does not end is that the one with the sand guy the the, mm-hmm. the
3: okay that was lame that one was it was too much. I mean I think they tried to do too much with that one
1: well and yeah, and they they really weren't worried about there was no budget on film for that person. you know di- the digital age did not help us on that one because no. they just fit, put everything in and, and I'm not a comic book fan anyway, I mean as I am well i mean i'm I like you know i i read the hobbit and i did all that stuff but okay but anyway we digress we
3: digress yeah yeah, yeah. especially emo peter Parker was really lame but um, yeah, I was talking him. about contact information uh, let us know drop us a note tell us what you think we've been getting a lot of feedback from things and I appreciate that good and bad you know and so uh, especially some of the bad ones I sent out a tweet a couple days ago and got a lot of nice uh, chiming back on that one so, really but, what, you know, what, what was your tweet I was bashing the city of Portland
1: how'd that work out uh,
3: it didn't work out very well um, you know especially when I started bashing fixies and, um, and then I got a lot of input Ooh. back from the fixie community about,
1: well wh- why don't we talk about what a fixie is for those of our listeners who don't know what they are because really why would you
3: fixies are uh for yeah for those of you who don't know fixies are uh fixed gear uh cyclists a fix gear bike track bike uh, you'd see on the on the track uh no brakes and um really no reason to ride one in the community in the city uh, yeah we used to do that i, I remember training in the uh, this time of year for on a fixed gear to get your your leg speed you know practice your pedaling circle i don't know if anybody does that anymore Well, I mean,
1: people, but it it is very fashionable to ride a fixed-gear bike. Oh,
3: right now, yeah. It's the big thing. And Mm. so I I think my first observation in Portland, I I looked around and I was thinking, wow, there are a lot of people on fixed-gear bikes, and and some of them are genuine cyclists, some of them are complete Mm D-bags. And I made a comment about the jackholes, I think I called them. Uh Uh-huh. And so it was assumed that I was talking about all fixed-gear riders, and I wasn't. And I had to explain myself through Twitter. Well,
1: at least we got a reaction from our tweet.
3: Ah, oh, oh yeah, no, I don't think that's that's, that's
1: ever been not a problem. an issue. Huh? No, it's never been a problem. So, did, so explain to me how Twitter works, then, because do you have to be a friend with someone to get their tweets? Nope. Oh, you just tweet it and it goes to the whole. Well, it Twitter goes community?
3: to it goes to the. No, yeah, you do. I mean, yeah. you can
1: follow anybody you want. You don't
3: have to get permission to follow somebody exactly. on Twitter. And with this, I ha- you know, we have just. Boatloads of followers. I think I'm three shy of 100. We
1: have tens of listeners. Yes.
3: Um. And so the people, my my Twitterati, my posse. Um. You know, is that
1: let's groupies, if yeah. you will. Yeah. I think it's friends and family.
3: But uh, uh the the people who follow Packfiller on Twitter, you know, yeah. And then you can reply to a tweet, and and it'll come to me, and I'll see it. And you know, sometimes I don't care. Sometimes I care.
1: Sometimes I. Well, let's let's start there though. What was the problem with the fixed gear bike, in your opinion?
3: It wasn't the it wasn't the bike I that I had a problem with. It well, was I mean, the rider. Okay,
1: and what yeah. was the problem with the rider?
3: Attitude. Okay. Riding around thinking the world owes you something.
1: Okay, that's interesting. Now, is that the rider necessarily or the uh, demographic? I'm
3: just curious. Now you're getting
1: technical on me. Well, I'm just saying because, I mean, I remember I spent some time in Portland. I thought it was a very cool city. It's, I personally was not cool enough to be a part of that city. No. Um, I mean, and it is a cool city. To those people in Portland, I mean, th- you talk about a great place – Talk about a green place. Yeah. A place where the... the I mean, I think it is the most bike-friendly city in the nation. Absolutely. Um. So, I mean, yeah, mad props to Portland. But I also think you talk about a hipster ste- scene city. Yeah. And that is something that I just am not, never have been. And so it's hard for me not to be somewhat resentful for yeah. those cool people that I am not.
3: Did you have one of those tiny tails in the 80s, though, on the back of your hair? Never. You didn't? Never. I didn't have one of those. But I did have the lines cut into the side, you know. The, really? That were,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I shaved. That I mean, was I, my I shaved before. up underneath and then had the hair kind of go... Going over the yeah the side, like, yeah that I Facebook that. photo that was a beauty yeah it was um it was really cool
3: yeah uh, we should oh. post that in fact we'll post that on the Facebook page oh absolutely Packfiller's Facebook page and oh, yeah. we'll
1: we'll give you all the glory days that, yeah. that was our our past all 125 pounds of me <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> no but I I mean as far as attitude I think we were all guilty of attitude at one time or another oh yeah and and I guess I guess some of the
3: feedback I got was in terms of. Um, my always, I'll come on the show and I'll talk about how I hate elitism, but then I will bash a demographic of cyclists. Exactly, I'm not in. El- I'm not an elitist. I'm just intolerant of jerks. Yeah. For instance, my family and I—we went up to the ski hill today. Okay. My family and I went downhill skiing today. Um, we were getting off the lift, and it's a kind of a narrow squeeze through area. And there was a snowboarder behind us, and my son, my eleven-year-old son, was getting his stuff going. He was asking me
1: where we were going. Probably one of the nicest kids in Spokane. Yeah, <laughs> I think he won. I think he won an award for nicest kid one year. I mean, it wasn't this so, year; it was last year. But he's he's always in the running. Every third word out of Jackson's mouth to an adult is usually sorry, and just I or keep please. telling
3: him. yeah, or please, yeah. And uh so he he's asking me where we're going and I turn to him and this guy gets angry and trips over Jackson and just looks at us goes oh, come ah oh. and I just looked at him and I just went oh, I'm sorry, We, uh, our complete fault. I can't believe we're wasting your day like this. Well, you guys are taking up the whole damn center of the trail. Well, you have a nice day, jerkwad. I mean, I just tried to overly make the the point that he was being a dick. And you can simply just say, hey, excuse me, can I get by you guys? That's so much easier than being a jerk. Well, okay, now, now, make the link to Fixie's. I'm making the link to fixies, and that it, uh-huh. it's. It you're right. It's a demographic because it uh-huh. it represents that mentality of the world owes me something. It's I guess we get on the topic of dealing with ma- critical mass, FBC kind of writers who um think about the way that they're going to educate the world is to be a jerk about it and to do it through confrontation. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you know, as as we'll get to later in the show, I yeah. don't think I'm. Uh, I'm necessarily guiltless <laughs> on, that, on that subject. However, what I would what I would say is I've, I've actually given it some thought because I did I did get taken down a peg last week. Um, Let's just jump right it. Should we it? jump into that? ladies and gentlemen? We're going to talk about the topic of the show. Mark has lived
3: the topic of this week's show. I, I literally. So sit back. I, I oh, went off the edge. Enjoy yourself. Sit back, everybody. It's story time with Mark.
1: So there I was. I I'd actually done just a, a a ride, my first ride out on the road of the year. It was last week, and it was just getting cold before the snow. The so full, full pack filler kit. On, uh, right? I was full of Rive kit. Yeah, yeah. The pack filler We're kit, on which yeah. was great. Yeah, it was awesome. I was. I really did our sponsors proud. And um, <laughs> let me uh, let me apologize to our sponsors right now. Nah. So I. Uh, I'm going up over... Well, I did some hill repeats, and I was kind of tapped. You know, I only did like four, but I did, <laughs> I did a lot. I mean, for me, for this time of year, and I, I got my heart rate up, and I thought, well, you know, I'm just going to go out, and there's a... For those who are following in San Antonio, um, yeah. you know, I think there's, there's six of you. There's to, like
3: 150 of them That's awesome. In that community alone. That's but all, anyway, I digress.
1: Shout out to, shout out to San Antonio yep. if you're listening to this. Yeet. So I, uh, um, I, I was riding up over a, a highway overpass... Just to get to the Centennial Trail. And when you're going up on one side, I was it's you there's a huge shoulder. I mean huge. It's probably four feet to five feet. I mean it's it's big. <laughs> and so I'm on the inside of the shoulder, just riding up it, mind my excuse me, minding my own business, and this SUV full of kids, basically college kids, oh. pulls into the shoulder and just starts flipping me off and telling me what a jack wagon I am. And I had my Walkman. I really couldn't hear him.
3: So I, Walkman. You just dated yourself, by the way. There. Oh, I'm 38. Yeah. On, I'm, you know. Um. Now, were you doing anything to
1: provoke this? Nothing. Okay, okay. Nothing. I mean, they were just, you know, there was this guy moving along. And so the problem if you're a car on this particular thing and, uh, I was, I was kind of mad. I mean, they went out of their way just to mess with me because they were in a car and I was really angry. Um, and the next part of the story I am not proud of. Any words they said to, that you could repeat over the air or was it? No, I don't think, I don't think so because it, it got so much worse later. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, I, I just, I raised a finger to them and I said, you know, you know, you're pretty tough in a car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's five of you. That's awesome. And, uh, so they're, they, okay. Speed so you off. raised
3: a finger to a car full of five, yeah, probably five guys. drunken
1: guys, definitely drunken. Strike one. So, so I, I go up and I think they're not going to make the light. <laughs> I can get a little bit of revenge here. Oh, so, I think, strike two. This is the dumbest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I pull into that lane and I see them. They're in the turn lane waiting. And I think <gasps> I'm going to spit on their car. Damn right. Yeah, I'm going to spit on their car. And I know that's not nice, probably not even legal. And uh, but I don't know if it's necessarily. Illegal. What are they gonna DNA test? Yeah, that's how I thought. I yeah. thought, what are you gonna do? And so I I tap on the back of their car. I mean, I'm coming down. I tap tap, and they see me, and I'm kind of going slow. So I've, I've got this. I've saved this loogie for like forty five <laughs> seconds, and like I'm just ready to go. And I let it loose, and right there, and then I notice that the guy in the front seat, the one who was giving me all the shit, was rolling down his window to oh. give me what for? Okay. I think he took a faceful
3: of Lugie. Of Lugie. you
1: released a snot bomb. I mean, it was one of those. I don't know if the main snot bomb hit him. <laughs> he got because, some shrapnel. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. I mean, it was a. Sp- I mean, he oh! took a faceful. And like, well, it wasn't one one carload of guys. Okay, oh. it was two. There was another car behind. There was it. a car in front of him, and oh. so I'm sitting there. I look up and I hear, "You're dead, mother." You know, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, boy. And so I go bike messenger. I'm just like, there's two other lanes of traffic, maybe three. I just cut straight across three lanes of traffic, head out on mission, just bust, and I see the other car. It makes the turn. It gets out of the turn lane. It's coming for me. So I'm like, I got to get off mission. I flip around past the median on mission, so I go over, and then I'm going for the trail, because I figure if I make the trail, I'm home free. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going. I'm probably doing... I don't know, probably 25, 30 miles an hour. I'm I'm wrapped out, you know. And uh and uh a I'm, more uh, interval. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm just going, This is bad, this is bad, and I see them and they make another turn. They they made it around and I'm like, just
3: a Tokyo drift around the oh, corner. Yeah, they're, just,
1: they're doing they're doing probably sixty. I mean, they are moving. And I'm just like, okay, I can't sprint because if I'm full out and they stop in front of me, I won't be able to stop. I'm like, it's going to be just as important to be able to stop yeah. as it is to go so I can go around them. Because if I'm off my bike, I'm dead. I'm a dead man. <laughs> I know I'm a dead man. And so you're not gonna, you know. they come flying up. And I'm sitting there, and uh, and I'm like, I know that I've taken it to the next level. I've taken it way over the line. I never should. Have, you spit. You've, you're asking yeah, for it. it. Spits. And kinda. so and so, I'm sitting there, and probably 20 meters from the train. I'm like, come on. And there they go. <laughs> I, they they come blazing by. I'm like, cool. They didn't hit me. You know. Was, yeah. And all of a sudden, it goes and it shoots over my shoulder and it misses me completely. They threw a full 40 at me. It hits oh. the car next to me. Boom! It explodes. They all of a sudden realize that maybe they took it a little too far. They go speeding off. Oh, my And I just God. go cruising on, and I raised one more finger on it. Tossing but, a four loco. Yeah, they right, tossed yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like, oh. So I sat there in the middle, you know, right in that, because you got, what, about a half mile of trail right there that oh, cars God. can't get to. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, if they know the trail, they're going to mission you know they're going yeah. they're going to go try and they're catch me on the other They're going to catch off at the pass. Yeah. So I'm like I'm doubling back. So all I got to do is get up over in a G U GU and and okay. I can So I did. I doubled back. I'm like, "Ride's done." <laughs> oh my doubled god. back. I was scared.
3: I got a text from you that day. I think it was I just did the dumbest thing ever. And I thought, yeah. oh, "Okay, Mark bought something or or uh, no.
1: Know. Almost bought the farm." Oh my god. Um but I mean that's interesting because I think that's why it's an interesting topic maybe for the show if anybody's listening. But uh of just wow, I became angry and did something stupid, well I guess you know, and that happens happens to people in cars, happens to people on bikes, rage yeah. happened to me, and you know, and it, it kind of made me really realize you know, boy, it could happen to anybody, and that yeah. was dumb i mean i I went way over the line,
3: well, I guess my biggest thing is is especially to talk about on the show today is is the car versus bike ongoing um struggle I mean why is it so i mean we've been dealing with this conflict why is there this conflict between cyclists and drivers uh it's it's been ongoing forever i mean since since i'm sure somebody's ever been on a on a bike and it's it i don't get it i I really don't get it i mean i i guess we're gonna we can define why it happens and we can go through those phases of why it happens and um I mean, you can have, you know, hopefully we're a comedy-based show, but let's be honest, uh, for those of you not in our immediate community, we had an event that happened many years ago uh, that uh, a young boy died, uh, a young boy by the name of Cooper Jones. Um, his, I know his parents very well, very uh, wonderful people. And, and uh, this boy was on a regular weeknight time trial, was mm-hmm. plowed over. Somebody drove over the back of him. And, um, you know, I don't know if – it and nobody knows, I guess, if it was ever anger or intention or what. But um, we've been dealing with this. And you've been hearing a lot about it in the news about cars with, through road rage taking out cyclists, taking out groups of cyclists. What are we as cyclists doing that is provoking this? What are the drivers experiencing? Why are we at this
1: point? I think there's a couple of things. And I, I do – I mean, me personally, I mean – I think I messed with the wrong car, for one. Um, But
3: what what prompted those... Monkey brains to come alongside you and start swearing at you in the first
1: place. Well, I don't know because I couldn't have even slowed them down. I mean, they went out of their way to come find me, yeah. and that was, that was really what made me mad. And I guess that's why, you know, maybe they'll think twice before they mess with the cyclist again because last time he took a face full of <laughs> snot. snot. He's probably
3: got a cold of some sort. I know, now. I hope so. It's like some strange virus. It's like you're the monkey from that outbreak movie.
1: But I just I mean, by the same token, I mean, I was in the wrong. I took it too far. I mean, let's let's first take responsibility there. You don't need as a cyclist, I don't think you do anybody any favors by bumping it up a notch. No. I'm not there is something to be said for satisfaction, however sweet, sweet um, satisfaction. I don't think I necessarily got it that day. I got the shit scared out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Um
3: it, okay. Yeah. No, uh, I've I remember I remember I had a coach many, many years ago uh stop and say, you know, after I think as a junior I flipped a bird to a driver who's cut us off or something like that and he said, Hey, stop. Look at the shirt you're wearing. Yep. Look at all the names of the companies on that shirt you're wearing. You are a representative of every one of those companies. You know, we were Domino's Pizza sponsored us back then. We had Washington Trust, a bank, as a sponsor, um, a
1: very generous local sponsor. Absolutely, mm-hmm.
3: and uh, and um, you know they bought in. They they were into the cycling thing. And if you're out there flipping off cars, you're out there flipping off their clients, and and you can't go through that that way. And what what good does it do to get to to return anger back? Um, and he told me at that time, he says, you know what? One of the most effective tactics with jerk drivers is, is to wave. Oh yeah. And, or say hello or hi. Hey, how you been? Okay. Nice see seeing you. you. And they get, they get even more angry though, usually at that case. I mean, I, I guess in a comic sense, I'm looking for that little bit more anger out of them because they want that justification. They had a crappy day at their job. You are out there enjoying the day and they, Uh, You actually made them reach over and touch their turn signal and actually try to go around you as a cyclist. I'm not talking about jackholes who are four or five abreast. I'm not talking about fixies who are doing some sort of a protest ride and riding down the center of the road blocking traffic. What good is that going to get us? But, um, you know, what I'm talking about is just simply, you know, I'm even too abreast. Too abreast with one of you off the shoulder, one of you just barely in the lane. I consider that acceptable.
1: Well, there's sometimes it's even better to be in the lane because if you're right on the edge. You have to be a little into the lane. Yeah, I mean, you have to enforce your position a little bit to where cars aren't going to sneak by you. or They're going to shoot
4: that
3: gap. And and then a lot less of the time you're going to take a uh, a
1: rear view mirror in the shoulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. but that's, that's one of those things. But I, I do think that's exactly how you should do it. But I, I also wonder, is this really – it could be the end of an era of jerk drivers with gas prices because <laughs> you know the, no. the big trucks – well, I mean if you really think about it, bikes could become very prevalent here in the near future yeah you know i
3: mean in the the time i've spent in europe it's amazing to be riding in areas like that i'm not saying that all of europe figured it out i'm sure there are jerks over there just as there are jerks over here
1: but um you hear about in italy all the time and they're not jerks they're just driving too fast and they mow down a pack of cyclists yeah
3: yeah oh my god i had a friend send me a link about that the other day of a uh A a group ride in Brazil, and they show the footage of a car plowing through the field. He thought it was funny. Um, I have to admit, he sent it to me, and it scared the crap out of me. There'd be nothing you could do. Oh, no. And thats I guess that's the biggest thing here. That's the biggest issue here. Number one, we're never going to win as cyclists. You're never going to win that argument. Mm -mm. They have a 2,000-pound vehicle. You have a hopefully... 18-pound or less bicycle, and depending on the size of your body, that's me. You're going to lose, no matter what. Yeah. And so what good is it going to get
1: you? That's interesting.
3: I I had a uh, – I was uh, spring break last couple years with my son, by the way, what a great spring break for my poor son. Uh, we would go to different areas, and I would be able to get some long miles in for that week. It'd be great to do that. And and last year, we went over what to... What a dream come true for Jackson. Isn't that? Yeah. 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 Thanks, Here, hang Dad. out in the car, Dad. No, he, he, he'd, he'd get to hang out. Well, okay, I guess I should explain. Last year, we went to um, my sister-in-law's place, who lives on the coast. Uh, west side of the state. Oh, okay. I mean, on the coast. How fun. you I mean, you're there's the ocean right out her front door. So uh we went over there and and I was able to get some rides in in horrible horrible weather, but um I remember I was talking to her elderly neighbor. Uh-huh. He saw that I had the bike and things like that. And I can't remember how we got onto it, but he was talking about cyclists' uh rights. In terms of where you should be on the road. And mm-hmm. this is an 80 year old guy. So you're going to get the crotchety old statements out of him or something like that. And, and he actually started to talk to me about that, that cars should have more rights because they're taxpayers. Oh. I'm a driver of a vehicle. So I have more rights because I pay taxes. And I wanted to stop him and say, do you not see the way I got here? I'd see that, that car behind us that, that I drove here. Oh, yeah. I, is there a mental shift that people think that when you're on a bike, you're you're a different species? You're not that person anymore. Get
1: out of the way, you freeloader! God, yeah, you're you're not paying taxes on these roads like I am. I'm like, what? Well, I mean, yeah, but look at the damage a bike does to the roads. It's almost n- nil. Oh, it's, I mean, yeah. well, I believe Lincoln Park is the same road surface that they. I mean, there's been some repairs oh. to it. But it's, uh, I think I, it's I, the same. I mean, you know, probably they've sealed it. They've yeah. seen some cracks and stuff. But I think that's the same road surface. And it's gotten used from pedestrians and yeah. bikes and everything for we were, years. Yeah.
3: We were, for San Antonio yeah. and everywhere else, we were fortunate enough to have a, uh, we have one of the best city park systems in the world, I think, personally. Um, I mean, our parks department is amazing. And what they did is they took this, this large paved area of this area around this, this little pond that used to be open for traffic. And they, Repaved the entire section and blocked it off, so now it is just for bikes or pedestrians, and, and people love it. Oh, absolutely, yeah, you know, it's great. We have a crit around it several times a
1: season, although we didn't do one last year, did we? I think they had one, but I mean, it's not okay. the best crit course. I mean, you you've got to admit no, that it's uh, not. Yeah, it's... But you talk about what the city tried to do, and they yeah. they actually did a course that you could race on, so it yeah. wasn't the best crit course, but it's certainly certainly not the worst. I mean, I like it better than Raceway Park. Yeah. Well, Raceway Park, the, the 10-turn course is okay. You know, but the yeah. fishbowl was the worst. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that this
3: is, this is our local club. I'm sure everybody who listens has some sort of a race series, at least I hope you do, that mm-hmm. happens by a club um, in the in the area many, 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 many years ago. It was ours. It was a, the Arive Cycling Club uh, that was promoting that. And Arive
1: has and, shrunk and, dramatically since then. Yeah,
3: from 50 to 4. Yeah. For. Yeah, uh, two of the members are speaking on microphones at this moment. Yes. Uh, but but uh, thanks. You know, I I mentioned these guys in past podcasts. Uh, the Badland Cycling Club uh, t- group here, based out of Chini, actually correct. Um, they took up that mantle and ran with it, and and they they kept us going. But
1: well, I think they they are you know everything and more in some ways, in some ways less, but in some ways more. Yeah. everything and more that Arive was that. I mean, they have probably fifty riders. Yeah. Oh, maybe seventy-five.
3: Ooh, I bet at least. Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: and they and they all wear the same kit and they go on big group rides. Yep. And they, I think they somebody was telling me they had a training camp the other day. Yeah. Um,
3: I've seen a whole bunch of footage. Um, Alex Renner, who's I if he's not the president of Badlands, he should be because he's so involved in it and he does so much work for him oh yeah um his facebook page i mean they have indoor training camps they have week training camps where they go someplace and stay someplace and they have a trailer and they do all the fun stuff that the rest of us all just suffer through
1: i'd love to do a training camp i would too i'm gonna
3: be fun uh, you know what hey yeah, jackson won't mind
1: Yeah, let's take him yeah
3: <laughs> get that kid driving so i mean you know in terms of cars versus versus bikes you know there it's
1: i guess um it's not going away anytime soon. And the, the, the weird no. part about being a road cyclist is it's part of what – what I mean, you can piss and moan about it too, but there wouldn't be these roads but for the automobile. And uh,
3: I but mean – But we're drivers in the same breath.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I agree. But I'm saying you know, we like these roads because they go places that cars go. Yeah. Road cycling is a sport because people created road systems. The car is a fact of life to a road cyclist. You know, I mean, but you are seeing a lot more bike trails. I mean, the the Fish Lake section, real nice. Yeah. I mean, that came out all right. Yeah. Um, A lot of the railroad tracks. But they have 15 mile an hour speed limits on them. Yeah. I don't know if they're enforced as no, much as. No, I doubt it, but. I don't know if Fish Lake is 15 miles an hour. I don't I, think it is. I
3: bet it is.
1: Somebody's going to have to look that up. Have you ever been pulled over on the Centennial Trail? No, but I've heard of people getting pulled over on the Centennial Trail. Really? Who? People. People, I want names. This this guy. Them. They. This guy with this, he,
3: he was the guy with the nose. Oh, him. And he had two eyes.
1: Oh, he had the bike. Yeah, he was the guy on the bike and he had the nose. Oh, and he got pulled over. He got pulled over. For going too fast or for blowing a stop sign or. I don't know. I'm... You are the biggest liar. I'm not. Yeah, I'm probably. All one. right. I okay. have, I've, I've seen the 15 mile an hour sense, but I always thought those were kind of the. Tw- the suggestion. Well, kind of like the Bible. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a posted speed limit like it is a highway.
0: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
1: I don't know if that's even legally enforceable. Okay. You're the lawyer. I don't know if it is. Look I've it yet
3: up. to see one of those tickets. In Look court. it up, or I'm going to start hosting a show with Bob Miansky. Oh. That's it okay, best or worst best and worst bike versus car moments, I think you have probably one of your best or or worst would this be a most i mean this
1: is a story you can reflect upon uh, probably probably yeah, one and the same that's probably my best or worst i I've been fortunate enough not to be hit by a car, and I just knocked on wood. Yeah. I, I mean, because it can happen to anybody. It it's, doesn't matter skill or, or anything. I mean, you yeah. can if you're out on the road, you can get hit by a car. There's and, a
3: chance that it's going to happen. And yeah. I've
1: done enough dumb stuff, and I've done enough like parts where you're spacing off, and I've almost been hit before, and it's just been dumb luck. Okay. You know, I mean, I try to pay attention. I, I like to think that I, I, I keep a good awareness of what's around me, but I don't think you're ever you're ever 100% safe. Any comedic bike versus car moments? Bike versus car.
3: I don't I remember uh, many, many years ago, I just, I went to, I hear I thought I was going to be uh, the next, uh, you know, Gary Fisher or something like that. I actually took a frame building course Ooh. in Ashland, Oregon um, at, you know, at a bicycle institute or something like that. Anyway. They teach
1: you how to do that with steel?
3: Yeah. I, I built, and I had a frame building business, James P. Cycles. I built four, uh, but anyway, and one I've built. one of my bikes I had just built, and I got it all put together, and I took it out, and I was going out for a ride, and I was thinking my you know my crap didn't stink. I was a pretty cool guy, riding along out uh, North Wall. Just uh-huh. out, I think I was on my way out to meet some guys or something like that, and I heard this you know big truck of some sort coming up behind me. That rev of the engine, they're going to go for the pass, and I and all of a sudden I. Just heard this. Hey, heads up, asshole! And the next thing I know, a hamburger hit me in the face. Opened-faced hamburger, oh. right in the face, just slap right in my face. It, it, oh. You know, the, the ketchup and the mustard was sliding down my face, and I had a white jersey, one of the Team Spokane white jerseys oh. on at the time. Ran down the front of my jersey. I came to a stop and I actually, I did not get angry. I started laughing. I just, I just got hit in the face with a Dick's hamburger. And I knew Uh, it was Dick's because the the styrofoam and the styrofoam container fell off after it and the smell. The smell would
1: give that away in a heartbeat.
3: I just went, wow, that's, I think that will be a a, a first. And over my whammy. (laughs) I just went, a burger.
1: Really? That's, that's all you' got that's all you got, God, um oh my gosh, I'd say one of the weirdest bike and it's not bike versus car, it's bike and car working together in perfect harmony nope. um we used to lead a bike trip over well, two funny moments um well, I'm just going to give one of them today, but um, there was one funny moment I remember um i used one of us, Roger, would ride, and we we'd take probably i want to say twenty to thirty kids. Usually about an even number of guys and girls, all fifteen, and we take them on a bike trip around Lake Coeur d'Alene for a week.
3: Is this Camp Breed? Yeah. Oh, KMCA, yeah. Camp I Reed. hear about that one.
1: Yeah, it's honestly, if you've got a fifteen-year-old kid, it's probably the best program going today. Still, I mean, it, it was, it was a great program to lead. It was, I was, I went through it as a kid. It was, it was a lot of fun. It's, it's just a great program. Um, and and it's a blast. You meet some neat people. So, uh, um, Roger and I go up over this. Oh, we do the. Uh, um, one of us would have to drive a U-Haul on a given day. So really it was more fun to ride with the kids. But you, know, yeah. you had to take a couple – I mean you had to take a couple days driving. It. And it was my day to drive the U-Haul and Roger was riding. And so um, Roger, I think he was behind because we stopped to fix a flat or something like that. We were trying to catch up. And so there's this part where you literally ride over the freeway. And you know that big bridge over by Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. Just the Right up pass. over that big, yeah. huge bridge. We ride on the bridge and drop down into Coeur d'Alene. And oh, it was yeah, probably yeah. about, I want to say, a seven mile section of freeway that we'd have to ride. And we'd do one, um, one. U-Haul ahead and one behind. So Just I'm guessing...
3: kind of a buffer zone. Well, so
1: yeah. And then, then we'd spread it out up top so that the kids were not bunched up. But we'd keep them bunched up going up over while they were going slow. And then when they were going down, we'd spread them out so they didn't hit each other.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so uh, <coughs> I'm guessing Roger must have been at the front of the back. I don't remember. But we had some room. And uh, the best thing I've ever drafted is a U-Haul. Oh, By mama. far. The problem with U-Haul is they do have a governor. But those can be re- taken off. Yeah, I, I didn't. But anyway, I've heard. So, so, I think I might. I don't know if it was a U-Haul or a rider, but. Roger was there, and we come up over the top, and he gets on because that's what we used to always do—is get oh. behind each other. And I think I hit about, Baby. I hit about forty-five or fifty effortlessly yeah. behind a U-Haul. Oh I mean, yeah, it's just
3: you're like you're like uh, the kid from um, Breaking Away. Oh yeah, yeah, behind the Cinzano truck. Just
1: I would, I would faster, faster. I would dare say this is a better draft than the Cinzano truck because. It's a lower. It's lower, yeah. It's lower. It's not, you don't have air coming up from underneath the trailer, which made me, because I've had this experience, it made me wonder about the Breaking Away movie because what do you got up 60. He's 60, and you're thinking, no way, no Could way. Could no have happened way. if you're in the right, if you're in the sweet spot. Maybe. If you had a 5611. Yeah, which I think Roger did have a 5612 on. Um, he didn't really have 53. No, 53. I think he had a 56. He used to have. I was a pie joking. Plate. Do they make a? 56? Yeah, yeah, they make a fifty six, and Roger had a fifty six. Just, I mean, it looked like a pie plate. It was huge, <laughs> and I think he had a fifty six twelve on. It was his Pinarello, and oh uh, my god, you could so, hear his knees crack. Not on this man. So he comes up over it. I got him up to sixty five. Oh my god! And like, and I guess, and here's the humorous moment, and it's like, oh my god, don't ever do this. Because Roger's a good rider, I mean, very good bike handler. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, Asterisk. Do not attempt any of these. Yeah, things because about.
1: when I pulled ahead, because I hit it up to seventy-five, just because I had to go into Court d'Alene. and it was like I went, I'm leaving. You, you got know. a Penske truck to do seventy-five? I think I got it. Guys, downhill. Wow, I was downhill coming in, so I bumped it up to like seven. Because they'll do this is 70. starting to sound like, and then you pass the guy on the Centennial Trail who no. got pulled over. N- no, but then <laughs> once I did that, Roger was slowing down, so he comes out of the draft, and the wind hit him so hard. Oh God, he swerved like four feet. That was like the whoa. So that's what happens. Oh wow! And he almost ate it right there. I mean, it was like, <laughs> oh my word. You know, yeah. So that's the one thing to consider if you decide to motor pace, which. Is really not your, no. not the safest safest that, thing you can your do. You motor pace behind a little scooter, your girlfriend on a scooter or something like oh, that. Oh, I think you can motor, motor pace behind that, but I think you'd probably want to motor pace behind something with a rear camera or something like that. Oh no, man, you know something. I mean, I don't know, but I've gotten behind a bus a couple times in the city,
3: and it you can
1: move. Oh, you can move behind. A I bus. was a messenger
3: in downtown Seattle, and I'd get down if I had a rush. I'd get down on I can't remember the name of the street that down along the the water. That covered a lot of area without kind of stop Pike Street
1: yeah, there? it was down below,
3: yeah oh, okay, it was right along the uh, the wharf there, and um, you get behind a bus and you could haul, oh, you yeah. could move, I mean I'm on a mountain bike, and you could move, it was fun,
4: well,
1: yeah, because I mean you're doing you know, and for those who aren't cyclists thirty five doesn 't sound very fast, but that's smoking, yeah, and that would be really smoking on a mountain bike, yeah, oh, yeah, you it know, was, it was great, I loved it um. But yeah, that was pretty amazing to to see the effect of wind on a rider when oh, there yeah. is none, and then all of a sudden there is much. Did you
3: ever do the uh, bike versus car, but the car had no occupant in
1: it, like bike versus parked car? Very close a couple of times. Yeah. Very close. I don't think I've ever smacked it but I I mean like I believe T.J. Warner did that didn't did he?
3: he I had a teammate many many years ago who had, who was so proud of himself because he finally cleaned his bike and his hubs were shiny and he's he looking was looking at so, the show he was so happy with the hubs he's like dude my bike is so cool, into a parked car it did he was, get hurt uh the bike did, yeah, the bike was was it's done. over, yeah, it was over. i've done the uh I was riding my bike to work back in the eighties uh I worked for a bike shop here in town on my way to work, no helmet, oh yeah. Uh, cruising down cool. cruising down downtown Spokane Busy street uh, Weaving in and out of traffic Maintaining the rules, mind you And uh, I looked back behind me Because I wanted to change lanes And the car in front of me had stopped to turn And by the time I turned around No brakes. I hit a car going 30 miles an hour. It was stopped. And uh, my face hit the car first. Well, good thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, protect it with my least valuable asset. Yeah. Um, And so we're on radio for a reason. Exactly. (laughs) Flipped the bike over the side of the car, trashed. I had a beautiful steel choach back then. It was a gorgeous bike. Just collapsed the fork. Oh, just munched it. And I landed on the ground. And i it was a gold duster. That was the brand of the car, the make of the car. And uh, I remember, uh, kind of, kind of coming to, fortunately, my mom uh, had, well, stepmom had been driving by and said, Hey, that looks like Patrick's bike. Whoa, my God. Pulled over, got out of the car, grabbed me, took, you know, and the driver was no, you know, the driver of the car was like, God, I'm sorry, man. You know, I'm not going to press any charges. The kids look like he's paid enough. I, uh, I didn't. Kind of come to until I was getting a tetanus shot about four hours later. I was just in a daze. Yeah, just that's, flipped over the car. That's gnarly. Split open my chin. The little scar on the bottom end of my chin. Oh just yeah, cut that bad boy right open. Yeah. And yeah, that was that was a that was a beauty one. And that was just me being an idiot.
1: Well, I think that's where the worst crashes kind of come from. I mean, it's just it's they don't come moment. from the epic moment in your life. They yeah. come from you know. They, they just come out of nowhere. I mean, you, you don't see them until you hit the pavement. And you go, this is going to hurt. How about race crashes? Speaking
3: of crashes, this is always fun. You know what? Cycling fans are kind of like... Oh, I can't believe I'm going to compare these. To, to car racing fans, you do some... Psych, you kind of do watch... Through the crashes. Why do we watch the first couple weeks of the tour? First week of the tour? Oh, if I'm watching the sprints? Yeah. I'm always curious. I'm scared that
1: somebody's going to go down.
3: But I do. But know, I'm, I'm a little morbidly interested.
1: It's a car wreck. Yeah. I mean, you want to see what happened. And and you know that it can happen. But by the same token, I think I'm a little more compassionate because I've heard that sound of metal on pavement. Oh. And I tell you, that's, to any cyclist, that's the... yep. The worst sound you can ever hear. You
3: ever want to freak your friends out?
1: Grab the tin can.
3: No, I've done it with my f- my shoe. Ooh! Um, you're riding along. You go to the back of the back of the group, and you take your foot out. And this is going to destroy your cleat and your shoes. Yeah. You know, I used to do this as a junior. Uh, is take it out and go. Oh oh! And always, I hate to swear on the air, but shit is the word that is mm-hmm. always said right before somebody goes down. You go. Oh oh! Oh shit! And then you drag your foot on the ground. Oh yeah! And it totally sounds like a bike rack. <laughs> Everybody turns around, ah! and looks around and freaks out and 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 hopefully doesn't fall themselves. The
1: worst, the closest sound I've ever heard that's even worse is if you take a crushed um, aluminum can. I don't remember who did this on one. Drag ride. it and just reach down like a bike polo move and drag it on the <laughs> ground. And you don't even need the oh shit. I mean it. <laughs> it is the sound of of ghosts of crashes oh, past because oh. everybody who's been in a large crash knows that sound and you I mean it haunts you. Oh I think God. it does anyway. Yeah. Haunts well, me. Okay,
3: speaking of since we're telling stories of this episode of the show, um junior rider over I was a junior rider over on the coast doing a big thing on this race was held um, on an auto course, a big, huge auto course. And it was before a gigantic car race. So there were thousands of people watching our bike race. And they set it up as an Australian Handicap. For those of you who don't know, Mark's giving me a curious look. Is
1: that the slowest goes first?
3: Yes, the slowest riders get a a lead and then it goes and goes and goes and then each group is let off and the the first person across the line wins. So you you know the the fastest guys have to haul ass because they got to make sure they catch the first
1: people. So if the weakest two riders teamed up,
3: yeah, you you hope that that you hope that the fast guys are either being lazy and not doing their efforts or you 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 just bust your ass. Everybody's going flat out you have in to. this race. And, I mean, it was every category combined. Oh, boy. Uh, it was everybody was in this race, 150 riders at least. Um, uh, Tom Broznowski, uh many – Bros is announcing for uh, – uh, uh, universal sports right now he's one of the yeah, I think I saw main him guys something. and so tom is racing for the national team at this time and okay. he's he's in the group obviously behind me i'm a junior gear restrictions maybe 14 years old mm-hmm. and needless to say everybody caught everybody so you got about 150 riders going along oh. of all different abilities from national team down to hack oh yeah So you've got Cat 4s in there? Gigantic group. Oh, Cat 4s, Cat, you know, Masters, you know, female, male Masters, everybody's there. Oh, boy. It was, and it was this huge field. And we came through something, and it was one of those moments like... You know, In in the movie 2012, when John Cusack looks up in the plane, you can see the the airplane tarmac just kind of bubbling up because there was a crash that went on in front of us. Uh And we're flying. We're going flat out. It's a dead flat course. I'm spinning my gears as fast as I can, trying to just keep with the group. And you see the crash start to happen in front of you. Two things happened in that. First of all, I learned how to bunny hop that day. Nice. Because the crash happened. All I did... I just I knew I knew I was going down. So I closed my eyes, bunny hopped. Apparently a guy had fallen in front of me. Uh-huh. I bunny hopped over him. My rear wheel hit the back of his helmet and shoved his face back into the pavement. But in doing so, he sacrificed his face to regain my my altitude so I actually landed both wheels down perfectly. Got through the crash. Just kind of terrified, taking a moment, you know, out of 150 riders, there are maybe 40 left. And, and Carnage. Oh, it was just everywhere. We came by the next lap, and there were bloodstains on the, on the tarmac. Oh, yeah. The capper is, though. I take a deep breath, start to sprint again because everybody who's left is starting to attack or something like that. I look down at my lap, and there was a human tooth in my lap. That's good. Somebody went down so hard. They lost teeth. They lost a tooth. And it
1: popped up into the air. And onto your lap.
3: Onto my lap. Your lap. I just, it was one of those, get it, get it, get it. I had to, sh- I was just brushing it off with my hand because I didn't, you know. Yeah, you don't a, want that on. It right. was like a severed limb was on my lap. And it was just the most disgusting thing I ever saw in my life. And that was the biggest bloodbath I think I had ever been in on a bike race. It was just a carnage. I don't think, nobody died. Nobody, you know, I'm sure there were some broken collarbones, which is, broken collarbones are like prayers at church, you I think. Know? they're I just going to ask. I you're happen.
1: a cyclist that's done it for a while, you're going to have a broken collarbone. I haven't yet. I got one. Really? Yeah.
3: Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Now I'm looking forward to this year, I even more so.
1: Yeah, I, I got mine at Volunteer Park. Oh, Yeah. That's a great race. That's was a great race. It's a fast race. Still is a good race. I think that's coming up, isn't it? Yeah. Is that, yeah. I don't know. But there, uh, yeah, I'd say that's something else. That may even be a show unto itself. That crashing is really part of racing, isn't it? I mean, everybody. Crashes. Oh yeah,
3: it, but it's it's you know it's what's going to happen. You You're going to
1: lose skin in the sport. Yeah. It's just going to happen. I mean, what was that last year's tour? Uh, Lance Armstrong crashed three times in the same day. That's I think that was Odd. karma. That was karma.
3: Odd, wasn't it? Well, and it was karma because how many times he had skated through on his tour victories. Um without anything major. I mean it was just it was just God was just going You're done. Just slapping him. Just slapping him. Hey, I know it's been a good ride, but you know what? You're asking a little too much, so I'm gonna make you fall again and again. Yeah.
1: Oh man. But I mean everybody everybody falls. Yeah. And it's just it's a happen. part of the it's part of the Oh It's no fun though. I don't enjoy it. Yep. Oh I, no, that, I I think I can safely say that is the part of the sport I think I like least. <laughs>
3: I hate trying to find clean syringes for I, my EPO boost.
1: That's well, that's just inconvenient. Yeah, it, um, oh, you're right. That's not with the worst my results. Part. If I'm using EPO, I need to find a new brand because.
3: Yeah. <laughs> God, I didn't realize they were giving me empty vials of saline Where, water. What am I doing? I've that. taken a ton. The EPO is written in crayon. <laughs> I wonder if this is authentic. <laughs> Or it's P.E. I've been ordering steaks from Spain like crazy. To... Oh, it's apparently
1: they're delicious
4: and <clears throat> they
3: help you on the tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unofficially,
1: unofficially. Now, did he get his tour back? I don't know. I they don't him, freaking didn't care. I haven't even looked. Yeah, I haven't even looked.
3: You know, and and the uh, the race season is upon us. Uh, you know, here really we one more month. Yeah, well, the you know. But there um, was a race this weekend. Um, Kern, Kern Brussels Kern happened a week ago. Het Volk happened oh, a week ago. Yeah. It's not called a Het Volk anymore, but I'm retro. I'm calling it Het Volk.
1: What's it called now? You're going to make me look it up. It's uh,
3: it's um, it's, it's got a really weird name. Let me is look. Is it
1: Tour of the Adriatic right now?
3: No. Right now we are at, what month is it, March? Well, that happened in February. The Tour of the Adriatic? Umluk Het Nieuwsblad is, newsblad. is what is what Het Volk is now. Mm-hmm. Um, what is happening right now? Is it, we are recording this show on what's the date? I don't have my watch. Today's the it. fifth. Today is the fifth. Happening right now is really nothing.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought.
3: Vuelta Ciclista de la, la Región de Murcia Oh Tour Murcia in Spain. That one's happening right now, and I think our favorite steak eater is is leading it. Well, what luck! Yeah. Jerk. Perry Nice starts tomorrow. Oh, really? Hello. Which is a fun one to watch. It's kind of like a mini stage race. Fun one.
1: How many? How many are there? It goes
3: through the thirteenth. Oh, okay. And that's a, that's a good one. Uh, that one's a fun one. Oh, okay. Uh, on March twelfth, the Tour of Libya is happening. How how well do you think that one's going
1: to go? Well, it's going to. I mean, there's going to mm. be one hell of a handicapping system. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, it's probably the Tour of Libya. Yeah, I'm. I shit you not. I have a sneaking suspicion that that may be canceled. The
3: 12th of March, mm-hmm. there is a website. I'm robbing blindly from other sites on the internet. But the no. Tour of Libya. I mean, perhaps
1: we should go. I would cover that. I'd cover it. I'd announce it. Yeah, I don't know, though. I think we'd get our butts beat. I mean, you're talking like... Um, hey, they're letting... Uh, Cooper Anderson got hit like four times. Anderson Cooper. Cooper Anderson. Anderson Cooper. Dual last name. Smart ass. <laughs> it's Cooper Anderson. Uh, um, no, but, but that, Anderson that Cooper was Egypt. got beat up twice. That was Egypt. That was Cairo. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the this Libyans This is Libya. Are, it's, it's different. They're a kinder, gentler nation it, that shoots its people.
3: No, I think what <laughs> is going on with Libya is they're, they're wanting the press there because, the,
1: I don't When did we get into government? That's what I'm saying. I mean, well, because we're going to go do the tour of Libya. We're going to cover it. Heck, right now we may as well ride it because really I don't think anybody with a, in their right mind would go there. You know, I mean, if the the property values are low, it now might be the time to buy your piece of desert. Exactly. So what'd you do? I got 400 acres of dunes. Exactly. beachfront property. Just no water. Well, it's still a beach. Yeah, it's a beach. It's a (laughs) stendo beach. What do you got? Well, I mean, we've got some really nice chairs. We put them out. Just don't plan on, I don't know, swimming or bring a canteen. Bring it bring something you might <laughs> want to bring a canteen and some lip balm. how about a kiddie pool you might you might want that you might yeah. want that um, bring <laughs> something to fill it with
3: <laughs> uh, Kern Brussels Kern was won by chris sutton uh, sky 's having a great pro season uh, who'd have thought the team Sky would turn around from what they had last year um, really yeah, and they got second and third at het volk het mommlik von we
1: 're
3: really not a re- results type of a podcast though, so I mean nah. if you 're looking for results, go to cyclingnews.com go to uh, who are, you know pez cycling news go to sure. Bella news things like that you know we're, we're not
1: going to be a big talking stats coach actually of show. and if we get our stats wrong that's on purpose oh and out of spite yes it is on purpose <laughs> and the only reason we would ever get a result wrong would be to probably shaft the winner of the event and take away his day of glory
3: absolutely yeah so our race season is approaching that's the, exactly. local races are approaching for those of you jack holes in warm climates, again, mm. screw you. You've probably been racing. But yeah. we've got some coming up, and I have an unfortunate announcement to make. Awesome. I'm letting the team down. I uh, know. Where are you going? Our first major race of the year. Well, it's not major, but our first good, fun race of the year that our team likes to get out and do is a little ditty called... Tour of the frozen flatlands, and it is just that. Last year, it was sideways blowing snow. It's cold. Oh, it was terrible. And um, I do remember you uh, missing the start, but still making it up to the pack. I did. That was a fun one.
1: Well, I found it interesting. I heard that riders, and, and really, we are not going to get into this on this show, but I heard <laughs> that riders in the day previously were penalized and disqualified during the time trial. Nevertheless, yeah. I was able to ride the wrong way down a highway past the official car to catch that pack. <laughs> with my, if I'm not mistaken, with my number flapping. Yeah, it was. It was barely on. But uh, I, ha- I got, pu- my number was punched. We're standing there at going, Mark's not going to make it. Mark is so not
3: going to make it. Mark is not going to make it. He paid entry fee and he's still not going to make it. There we go. Mark didn't make it. And then all of a sudden, about five miles later, hey guys.
1: <laughs> oh, Mark did make it. Yeah, I came up to the front. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no worries. No worries.
1: Want me to throw a dummy attack? <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> I, well, I think I went by you and said, I am so disqualified. <laughs> yeah. This is not going to go well. This is. There is no way. I mean, like, and I don't think they messed with me because I got punched like, what, 15 miles in, 20 miles yeah. in, and yeah, my it was- number was, that was kind of brutal for a little bit. It was going was up right before you hit the headwind. It was Turbo Brutal. Yeah, that was hard. I, I was not expecting
3: that. Yeah. I I lived up to the company name and and rode that race as pack filler. I I mean, it but it wasn't a pack. It was just splintered carnage yeah. all over everywhere. You'd have groups of three, four, five riders. Yeah. And I just spent a lot of time with another couple guys. We'd reel in a couple. Yeah. Some would last, some would die. Yeah, and it was just it was just a death march. And so I am sad to say that I will not be attending the Frozen Flatlands event this year, and it—trust me, it does—it does bring sorrow to my heart.
1: And and why not?
3: I'll be in Florida at Harry Potter Land. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what date I mean, is? What date is that?
3: Levy fat guy. What? what? What date is that? The the race? Yeah,
1: you, you, I thought the you race was late April. Computer. Aren't you going down? It's your early break? April. It's I thought it
3: was mid. Early Is it April. like first week of April? Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's like the 4th. Uh, Should I check? Yeah, check right now. All right. Because, uh, I mean,
1: if nothing else, I'd love to give a plug to uh, Badlands Cycling and everybody involved in that race because if anybody absolutely. can hear about it and doesn't know about it, it is a good race for the time of year. It it's it's well put on. It's It runs really smoothly. It uh, it's, it's brutal, and it's not necessarily fun. But racing is that kind of sick sport that – It's not fun necessarily, but yet we go back for more and more.
3: Yep. Um, So they are... uh, Okay, here we go. Oh, man, I'm on Badlands calendar. They have a whole calendar. Man, they look cooler than we do. No, they don't. Indoor training session. That's March. Boy, this is great radio, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of times people like... You know, if you want to come over and watch us scroll through a day planner... There we go. Second and third of April. Wow. And
3: I am flying out on the 1st.
1: Well, I think that's fine.
3: No, it isn't fine, and it ticks me off because Rondé Van Palouse is the next weekend, and I'm not going to be here for that one.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'll do Rondé Van Palouse. You became a movie star on Rondé, uh, Rondé Van Palouse. No, I did not enjoy that day. I think I'll be a little better off this
3: year, but uh, yeah. For those of you who want to experience that, I have not posted that to the Pack Filler website. Um, it's on Facebook, isn't it? It is on Facebook. I did a, a nice little uh, a mini documentary on the exploits and the return of the Uribe Cycling Club um, from its heyday to its something. And uh, and what it was is kind of fun, and I'll post that up. I'll get that I'll get that so our, our listeners can, can check it out. It's it's kind of funny, and it's enjoyable. And Well, it's not enjoyable because Mark
1: gets to talk about how the fact that he thought he was going to vomit. Or you did. I did vomit. Oh. I, uh, no, I, it was more but it wasn't a vomit. I mean, that was a weird time. I I don't know. But uh it was a tough race. I mean, that was it was a tough race for everybody and It is. It's know.
3: out there you're suffering in the wind and it is oh man. I don't
1: and, know. I mean, I don't know if that's an enjoyable course.
3: Again, for those of you who live in warmer climates, you no. Know, we're we're like
1: the hard men of Flanders here in the Northwest. I don't know if I would have counted myself as one of the hard men, but certainly racing in hard conditions. Okay, it was different. semi-flaccid. Yes, yeah, semi-flaccid. Okay. I would say. <laughs> um, if, if I don't know if that's the best adjective, flaccid. What really? Impotent, possibly flaccid. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'm not trying.
4: Yeah, it's not that it's that I... just
3: that
1: it doesn't work. It's just it just some things just don't happen. And I'm talking about my cycling. Yes. Yeah. But uh no, I've I had a good workout today, so you know how is training coming? Usually we start the show with that. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh but other that's... than spitting at cars and having yeah, forty that, ounces thrown at your head. That was a bad day. Um, haven't been on the road too much, been inside mostly, but, yeah. uh, had a good workout today. Um, intervals I did, it was short today cause I had to work, but, uh, you know, put some time in, hope to put in a good long ride or long ish ride tomorrow and, mm. uh, you know, we'll see what happens. What's long? I'd say two to three hours. Ooh. Long ish. That's why I say long ish. Long, I think long to me would be like the Iron Man rides I did that were six hours. Oh, good Lord. And those weren't too bad, but it was just, you know, those are long days.
3: I mean, I've got, I, I remember doing a lot of those things back when I was a cat too and really striving for that kind of stuff. Um, but now it's like, I, I won't go beyond
1: four hours. No. I don't know if I did, I don't know if I did three and a half last year. Yeah. You know? Um, I might have to get out tomorrow.
3: Uh, you know, we finally have dry roads. Yeah. You
1: know, quote, unquote, dry roads. The you know, problem there. is just the snow banks in some places. Like a lot of places you go up, they're pushing you out into the road. and yeah. So that's why. And that's, here we go back to our theme of dealing with cars. Yeah. And that's that's the only thing. But, I mean, we had a good warm day today. I think I think it might be tomorrow you can get on the road. Yeah. You know. Okay.
3: Um, with that in mind, I'm I'm going. I'm moving on to the "Don't Be This Guy" segment of the show. Woo-hoo! And my segment is is focused completely self-oriented. Um, I I had confessed to the listening audience that I I went back on my word, and I did indeed stay in the athletic club, and I was working out at the YMCA. Yep, lifting. Doing my sprints, and when I'm not doing my sprints, I am doing, and I'm going to shamelessly plug uh, Suffer Fest. Oh my God, when I do those workouts, I, I crawl out of the room, a shell of my former self. Um, but uh, the Don't Be This Guy segment comes from an experience that I had uh, last week or the week before. Five o'clock. It's still the time of the year where people are following through on their New Year's resolutions, so the, the entire athletic club is full, okay? And and at the YMC in Spokane, that means full. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge club, but it is still packed. Oh, yeah. I mean, and so I go into this back room where they, many people have, you know, there are some, uh, I do the bench steps. I like to do kind of plyometrics off of a bench step, and uh, and there's, you know, there's mats to do sit-ups there's some smaller dumbbells to do some you know little things like that and I I walk in and there's uh, there's the bench the little build your own however high you want it to be bench and right in front of it is a guy doing sit-ups and so I wait for him to finish his sit-ups I'm waiting 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 he finally finishes his sit-ups and I walk over and I say hey I just wanted to grab this bench and he says I'm using it but he's doing sit-ups yeah he finished his sit-ups he says, "I'm using it," and I said, "Okay." He stands up. Yeah. Does he go to the bench?
1: No. He goes to a rack. Just spit on on him. a wall. I would have spit on. I, him. I, I wanted. Told I would have spit on I him. I was
3: thirsty though, and I didn't have enough. Mm. Just. To
1: yeah, <laughs> it's hard. That takes. Uh, yeah, and you're going to give it away. The effort will yeah. give it away.
3: Well, uh, what I would have spit at the time would have been more of a spray, yeah. and it would have probably got some of the ladies next to him, and you don't want to piss off ladies when they're working
1: out. No, I mean, they, you never know where they're going to conceal a oh, 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just so happen to have a 40 right here. We've just been. Oh, my God, where did that come from? If, we've been in F- if, if there is FCC regulations. We nope. We've just been kicked <laughs> off the earth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i've got one right here, whack I'd beat you over the head with a forty, so anyway, right. this guy does this. he goes over to this weight thing and he starts doing air sit ups where you're hanging from the wall and you're pulling your legs up to your up to your chest and I looked at him, I looked at the bench, I looked at him, I looked at the bench, and i, I usually I try to be polite. You grabbed the it, bench no i didn't it's so much easier by the way to be polite. you don't have to be a jackass like the guy on the snow on the hill today. But I looked at the guy and I just went, "You are a shithead," and I just walked out of the room.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
3: But he was one of those guys who you could tell—he's there, he's religious about his fitness. He's got to have that washboard abs because you know when he goes out uh, street racing later on this summer in his car with the neon lights underneath. Oh yeah, you know he's one of those kind of guys, and I'm just going, you know, come on. Oh yeah! It's why can't you just look at me and say, "Um, "Yeah, I am using it." Um, Could you just use them right here? And
1: while I'm doing this setup, we can switch back and forth. That's what I do.
3: Why couldn't he do that? Why?
1: Why couldn't you ask him if he would share? I was too angry. Yeah. Once again, there's always another option, but you know, like I can't say that I absolutely am the king of always having a cool head. Um. Yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So uh, yeah. Suck on that college boy I think um, <laughs> That's a lesson Maybe I could pass on If I ever have children To the What not to do How not to be You know uh,
3: Yeah Nailed it I guess I guess the <laughs> The moral of the story Comes down to The car's gonna win Yeah They're not gonna They're not gonna Suddenly realize The error in their ways Nope Your best bet is to take it and
1: maybe wave,
3: but you know, even waving is kind of taking your life in your own hands. You really are
1: because you're you're reacting. You know, you're you're upping the ante, so to speak. So just let them go. Yeah, I think that's the moral. Well,
3: that sucks. Good talk. That uh, you know, I got a lot off my chest in yeah. this show, and I feel better about it. Yeah. And for those of you who are sitting on your trainers right now, just realize that uh, you are an hour
1: fitter. Yeah. You are. And we are an hour fatter because yep. we have downed. And today's beer is Sierra Nevada Pale yep. Ale from our folks at the Sierra Nevada Brewery. I believe from, is that Portland?
3: No, this is California. Oh. Sierra, Nevada's, Sierra Nevada Sierra Brewing Nevada, the- Chico, California. Chico! Chico and the man. Oh, Chico. Um, but uh, they, they've been around for a long time. It's good beer. You know what? I got a buddy, in fact, when I was in Portland who I went down and had some at the Deschutes Brewery. They do a good job down there. Maybe we'll have to do them next show. I think so. Yep. We're going to do the Deschutes. We're going to do shoots. Absolutely. Exactly. So you're fitter. We're fatter. Thank you for tuning in again. Please keep contact with us. Log on to the site. We're going to have some live shows coming up soon. We are definitely going to be announcing some events coming up soon, and we are definitely going to be sucking air in a lot of bike races coming up soon. That's great. Yep. Once again, another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast has come to an end. I am Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hodson. We will see you next time. All right.